Welcome to Elevate Today with Jennifer Cavello and Karen Jensen Salisbury, a teaching ministry that focuses on the importance of renewing your mind with God's Word so the Lord can heal your heart and heal your life. And now, here's Jennifer and Karen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Elevate the Day. We're so glad you're here with us today. I'm here with the fabulous, wonderful, amazing podcast co-host, Jennifer Cavello. (laughs) (laughs) And we have a special guest today, Olivia Moore. We're so excited to have Uh, you today. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be with you, ladies. Thank you for having me. Yeah, before we hear from Olivia, I just want to remind you, Elevate the Day devotional. Go to my website, KarenSalisbury.org, or Jennifer's website, ElevateTheDay.com, and order yours with a journal. Best gift ever, right? Give the word for the whole year. All right. And now, Jennifer. Amen. Amen. So welcome, welcome, Olivia. So happy to see you again. Oh, thank you. I've been so looking forward to being with you all. Oh, wonderful. So for um, the listeners out there, I uh, I met Olivia, um, I guess, uh, maybe a month or so ago, give or take. Um, and she spoke at our church and shared a powerful, powerful transformational testimony of God. And I just was like, boy, oh boy, this just is going to resonate with so many people. And I was you know, chomping at the bit to get her on the, (laughs) get her on the, uh, on the podcast and, you know, praise the Lord, her schedule permitted. And here we go. So we're so happy to have you here, Olivia. Oh, thank you. It's great to be here. Yay. So, you know, why don't we start out with telling the, the listeners a little bit about yourself and then maybe we can dive into, to that amazing story of, of, you know, what God has done in your life. Yeah, well, I um, grew up here in Miami, Florida, so I like to pretend that I'm kind of gangster. I'm gangster at heart. <laughs> gangster slash Disney princess. I don't know, but one of the two. But, um, you know, I grew up with my family um, having a church, my grandparents, my parents pastoring down in North Miami. So just got to love Jesus my entire life. And then at the age of 15, that's when the Lord really spoke to my heart. And I knew that I knew that I was called to go to the nations, to take the gospel wherever God would open up a door. So just dove in as a 15-year-old, started preaching the gospel, been going ever since, and I've been blessed to get to go to 34 nations so far, and just taking the good news wherever he says to go. So God's just been so faithful. Wow. So your passport is full. (laughs) It is. I had to get a new passport over the summer because it wasn't expired, but it was like five years old that I ran out of pages. So I got the big one this time. (laughs) I actually have never heard of that. That is amazing. Wow. Yeah. They have a 50 page one. I wish I would have known that before, but that's the one I have now. Yeah. We need the supersize one, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Amen. So, you know, tell the listeners a little bit about, um, you know, what happened to you and, and, you know, God really whoosh swooped in and, and touched your life um, when you were going through some tough times that I think, you know, a lot of people listening, you know, will be able to relate to because they've, you know, we all go through tough times, right? Absolutely. And uh, this will be familiar to you, Miss Karen, but I've got my, for all the listeners, I've got my Rama baton, which I love this 
because I think about how, you know, God has a race for each and every one of us to run. And the moment, even, you know, in the natural, when a runner gets a baton in their hand, what do they do? They take off with everything that's within them and how much more so God has a purpose, no matter what season of life you may be in, you know, God has a race. He has a purpose for your life. And I think about the apostle Paul, how he said, this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind me, I'm going to press, I'm going to reach, I'm going to go forward to what lies in front of me. And I mentioned how, you know, at the age of 15, it's like I got that baton in my hand, started running the race that God had for me. But you know, the enemy, he doesn't just sit back as we would all know. He doesn't just sit back and be like, wow, God has a purpose for your life. I'm just going to sit there and cheer you on, like run, baby, run. Like, absolutely <laughs> not. We know that the thief, he comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. And so many, and you know, that doesn't mean he's going to just knock on our front door with like a red cape and a pitchfork. No, he's a lot more subtle than that. He's craftier than that. And we know he's a defeated foe, but so often he'll try to use the tools of distraction and deception and also the tool of disappointment to get, to get our eyes off of the future that God has for me. And what I saw take place in my life, you know, there I was running the race that God had for me, but I ended up getting married at a pretty young age and then went through a really, really painful, difficult divorce. And here's something that took place in my life, you know, being a girl that was always so full of vision, excitement, passion, and just passion mm -hmm. for the plan of God and vision for the future. You know, the enemy that is a threat to him. So he's after that. He's after the future that God has for you. He's after the race, the purpose, the calling, the destiny of God upon your life. So, so many times, you know, he'll try to um, have things take place in our life that wasn't on the five-year plan, that wasn't on the 10-year plan, things that you were never expecting and wasn't on the vision board. And why? Because he would love for that disappointment, for the heartbreak, whatever it is that you may be dealing in your life. It may be feeling like a failure in life. It may be unforgiveness. You know, I talk about unforgiveness a lot because um, sometimes not only do we have to forgive other people in our life, but I've found in my life that the most difficult person that there can be to forgive is actually myself. And, you know, the enemy, he's the accuser of the brethren. So he'll come with all that, whatever it is, you know, the details of your story, they're going to be different from the details of mine. But thank God the answer is always the same. But I know when I went through that, uh, just traumatic time in my life and now navigating, you know, feeling like my life is broken in a bunch of um, a million pieces and not knowing how to pick up the pieces, wanting to go forward, but just not sure how, you know, I really saw Jesus come in as the healer of the brokenhearted, the restorer of my soul. And just, it's so amazing how in his mercy, in his grace, you know, he will take the very thing that the enemy meant for evil. And if we'll allow him to, you know, he can heal our heart, restore our soul and take what the enemy meant for evil and turn it around for good in our life. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, that he did do that in my life. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You know, and you mentioned, um, something, um, a vision board, and um, I have a vision board as well. And I created this uh, a, a while ago. And it's a wonderful, wonderful tools, um, you know, to just doesn't have to be, you know, um, exacting, but it really is, you know, that that plan, that vision that God has given you. And, um, and it's just a wonderful tool. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that. So, you know, um, and there's, they're easy to create it. Listeners, if you haven't done one of these, you can, you know, cut out pictures from magazines or, you know, do it online. And it's just a great reminder of the promises of God 
And, you know, when you're not feeling the best, you can, you know, kind of regroup and look at that vision board and, and know that this is what God's placed on my heart. So I love that you mentioned that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We've got to keep the vision plain in front of us because, right. you know, other things, our past um, voices, opinions, they'll try to scream loud. So we got yeah. to keep God's vision in front of us even louder. Amen. So, amen. So, so how do you keep that vision alive? How do you walk in that every day? Um, yeah, by, you know, like the Bible talks about to continually renew our mind that we can be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So we got to renew our mind with what God says about us, with the word of God, our identity. Cause when I went through that difficult time, I mean, that was one of the most, um, the biggest things that was being challenged in my life was my identity and so much shame, you know, is attaching itself to me where we have to continually, you know, allow the the Holy Spirit to transform our life, transform our soul. So in the same way to keep the vision of God, what God has said about your future, when the enemy tries to say it's over, this is it, it's the end. Because when I was going through that time, I mean, I was very suicidal. I was on the very verge of ending my life. And that's really when the Lord just swept in and did the work that only he could do. And, um, but we've got to keep that in front of us. So I know for myself, you know, I do have a vision board and I'll keep, I'll, I'll have those pictures, like what you were saying, I'll have those scriptures and then whatever, you know, God says about us, we need to say those things. You need, it's something, it's like a point of contact that you can continually speak those things, declare those things over your life and just keep that voice bigger in your life. Amen. Yeah, and it goes Amen. back to what Jen and I are always saying, read your Bible, read your Bible, read your Bible, because right. we can't, renew our mind without it. We can't speak out what God wants us to do if we don't know what he said. So yeah, that it's just vital, especially when you're in trouble. You know, when you're in trouble, don't let go of the word, grab double up, triple up, you know, <laughs> do even more. And don't you find too, Olivia, that your, your test is kind of your testimony. Your mess is your message. It gives you license to bowl into people's lives and say, yes, I was a mess, yes. but here's what the Lord did. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's like, um, it's just amazing how, you know, even when we go through those things that you weren't expecting, it's like, mm. God just gives beauty for ashes. Amen. And I love it because he also, you know, uh, what you're saying about becoming your testimony. And he also just puts a compassion and a passion mm. within you to want to help people when you feel like it's the end be, yeah. to be like, you know what? No, you know, that's how I felt in my life. But God showed me that there is more and how much more so can he do that for you? Amen. Amen. And, you know, I think it builds our, our empathy muscles and our compassion muscles. And, um, you know, I have a heart for, for, you know, people based upon some of the experiences I have had, and it really just helps, um, to relate to them and know that there's, there's a way out. There is Absolutely. a solution. And if God did it for me, he will do it for you. He's not a respecter of persons. Um, and to your point, you know, keeping his word hidden in your heart so that when you are going through those tough times, you can immediately, you know, speak out his words, speak out his promises. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because when I was going through that time and just a little bit more with the story of, um, you know, I was slowly I had stepped back, you know, from ministry, obviously just letting the Lord heal and restore in my life. But I remember I was on my first missions trip since everything had happened. I was on the other side of the world. I was in Asia and still even in that place. I mean, it was amazing seeing everything that was happening around me, like thousands coming to the Lord, uh, 
getting to be involved with crusade ministry and then village ministry during the day. And it was just a beautiful time, but wow. you know what, there I was still stuck in the battlefield of my mm -hmm. mind, mm -hmm. just being tormented by the enemy, still on the verge of wanting to end my life. That's why mm -hmm. with the race that God has for you, it's like, even when you're running a natural race, they always say, don't look to the right, don't look to the left. Yeah. You know, we can't compare our race to someone else because mm -hmm. you never know what someone's going through. So right. talking about that empathy, absolutely. And, um, but I'll never forget it that there I was on the other side of the world, contemplating all this, just still uh, trying to press through all this. When I woke up one morning and God forever changed my life in a crazy way through a text message. No, <laughs> wow. But um, actually what happened, I just love it how he's just so intentional and he'll do whatever there is, you know, whatever it takes. And God actually gave a really precious friend a dream about me. And we know that, you know, the number one way, if you want to hear God, hear God speak to you, just open up your Bible. Like you were saying, Ms. Karen, that is God talking directly to you. But you know, sometimes he will choose to use a dream. And I love that he gave this sister in Christ the dream rather than just giving it to me. I love yeah. that because we're the family of God. We need each other. Mm -hmm. And you know, this dear sister, she texted me in the morning the details of this dream that God had given her about me. And this dream was right in line with the word of God. But what took place, you know, so I woke up in India. I'm supposed to be getting ready for the day. It takes me a long time to get ready. <laughs> but my eyes get locked in to this text message and I'm just reading the details details of the stream that God gave her. And she said how there we were, you know, we were walking somewhere when all of a sudden this man came up to us and he knew about everything that had gone through. He knew about my struggle with forgiveness. He knew about uh, just the challenge I was having to let go of the past to go forward. He knew that I was right on the verge of ending my life when all of a sudden this man, he stopped, he looked at me, he smiled and he spoke these words and he said, she will not be remembered for that. She will not be remembered for that. Just a simple phrase, but just kept speaking that. Well, again, I'm supposed to be getting ready, but there's no way because the presence of God just rushed into my hotel room. And, you know, I just had a moment with Jesus, a moment with the Lord, just an intimate moment that, and you know, that's what really brings that change in our life. When we mm -hmm. get rid of the noise, cut it off and just get alone with your creator and just let him mm -hmm. heal and restore your heart and your life. And in that moment, you know, I just saw that same smile, that same compassion in his eyes, no hesitancy in his voice, but without any shame. And again, the enemy was trying to place so much shame on me, but to be able to be in the presence of God and to know, you know what? God's not ashamed of you. God's not mad at you. God's not holding up your past against you, but to know right then that the Lord was speaking those same words of freedom over my life saying, you will not be remembered for that. You will not be remembered for that. Another way you could say that is that you're not going to be held hostage by that. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to be defined by what lies behind. Mm -hmm. And I'll mm -hmm. never forget that the Lord just spoke to my heart that Olivia, it's time to have more faith and more confidence, more reliance upon the, the price that was paid for you, the precious mm -hmm. blood of Jesus than you do in anything that happened to you mm -hmm. or anything that you did. The blood of Jesus is greater than it all. So, you know, within that moment, the Lord was just ministering to my heart. And I knew that whatever God says about us, we've got to say that about our life. And I didn't, it didn't look like it. I didn't feel different. It didn't look different, but I just closed my eyes and I began to say, I will not be remembered for that. I will not be remembered for that. And the more I did, I could just sense that those chains were being broken, just mm -hmm. deprived of its power and just this new hope. And what is hope? You know, that's confident, joyful expectation, a vision of victory for my life. It was the mm -hmm. first time I really saw this was not the end, that God did want to take what the enemy meant for evil. He did want to turn it around and that there was more 
more nations to go to, more people to love and people to reach and people to tell about Jesus. And that's what the Lord does, you know, in his presence, he's the healer, the brokenhearted, but he mm-hmm. is also the, he gives sight to the blind and mm-hmm. he wants to bring a restoration of vision and a vision of victory. And where there is no vision, the people perish. But when we have that God vision for our life, mm-hmm. that's what is a, that he um, allows to enable us to rise above that thing, to thrive and to flourish in life. And, you know, that moment with God, I was just journaling it all down, closed my notebook. And that's when the Lord said, okay, that's going to be the title of your first book. And at first I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know how I feel about that. But then my next breath was like, okay, yes, Lord, you know, if that's what you want. And, yeah. and to, just to go along with the vision, you know, that gave me something again to like, okay, this is the direction now, you know, I thought my life was over, but now there's yeah. a fresh direction. And when you throw yourself into that God-given vision, mm-hmm. you know, he's able to help pick up the pieces of the life. And even as I began writing, it was everything I needed to hear. It was everything yeah. that I needed healing still. Mm-hmm. So I just love that how he does, you know, take your test, take your mess, and he will turn it into a message and a testimony for others. Amen. Amen. And you know, that is so true. Um, on so many levels. And what was just coming to my mind, Karen, is when we had to rewrite our Elevate the Day devotional because the the entries were too long. (laughs) And so, um, you know, Karen and I, you know, you know, we put this thing together. It was too long. The book would have been about like a billion pages long. And so I was going through, you know, a difficult time. And so having to rewrite and shorten all the, um, the entries every day, all day long for, I don't know, maybe a week or whatever, however long it took, I was building myself up in the word and getting encouraged. And I was like, you know what, this is a piece of cake, you know, I'm just letting <laughs> God take care of this. And you know, because he's, you know, a little bit better at it than us. <laughs> That's so good. So I, I, I love that story. And I, I love that you have taken the the mess and, and, and it's now your message that test is a testimony. I mean, these are cliche-ish kind of phrases, but they are, they're spot on, you yeah. know, they're spot on. The Bible is filled with messes to messages, um, you know, of people, you know, back thousands of years. So, you know, God is just so great. (laughs) Yes, he is. Amen. Amen. So where can people get your book? How do they learn more about, you know, what you're doing, where you are, where in the world is Olivia today? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I wake up and I don't know, (laughs) but it's on Amazon and then it's also on my website, which is oliviamore.org. Wonderful, wonderful. And listeners, we'll put all that information in the show notes. Uh, I guarantee you're going to want to get a copy of of Olivia's book. And I'm sure that it's going to encourage you. It's going to um, enlighten you and inspire you. And just a a wonderful testimony of how God can uh, transform transform your life. So um, Olivia, thank you so very much for being on the show with us today. Um, Thank you. Wonderful. Would you close us out in prayer? Um, I'm sure our listeners would love to to be blessed. Oh, absolutely. Well, Father God, we just thank you for each and every person, God. You know their story. You know their backstory. You know where they're going, God. 
and you know every detail of their life, God. And right now we just lift up every single person in their heart. And we thank you, Jesus, that you are the healer of the brokenhearted. And right now we just ask you to pour out just your healing love and your healing anointing upon each and every one. Do in them and do for them what they can never do for themselves, God, in the name of Jesus. And do a quick work, God, of restoration, of just supernatural healing. I thank you, Lord, that those who have been struggling with forgiveness, I thank you, God, just for the grace to act on your word, the grace to forgive, the grace to let go of the past and to go forward and to just hear your words, God, that that uh, that they don't need to be stuck in remembering the things of the past. But you said, behold, I am doing a brand new thing in their life. And now it begins. So we thank you, Lord, for that for free them from the past and free them to let it go and to go forward, healing for their souls, restoration in their lives, and God do a new thing in their life. Make their um, make that new thing and make the days that are in front of them greater than anything they've seen behind them, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Wow. What a blessing. What a blessing. So blessing. Oh my goodness. Listen, <laughs> I was so blessed. I'm creating new words. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, oh. listeners. So um, until we see you next week, I pray you have a blessing day. <laughs> <laughs> And Olivia, God bless you in all your travels, uh, his protection, his hand upon you. And, um, you know, we're so grateful that you were able to join us today. Oh, thank you so much. Y'all are a blessing. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.